Hey, hi, uh, I am Richard Donner, but you can call me Dick, and you're listening to Superman Movie Minute? Is that right? Did I do it right? Welcome to another exciting episode of Superman 2 Movie Minute, the show that scrutinizes, analyzes, and you'll believe a man can flies his 1980s Superman 2, five minutes at a time. Proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts, Rob Kelly, and joining me as always on this journey through time and space is... Chris Franklin. Hey, Chris, we are now wrapping up. We hit the big, you know, the, the high of the, the moment where Superman turns the tables on the Phantom Zone villains. But now it's kind of a little, we're a little more of a quiet uh, couple of minutes here. It's gonna we're talking about minutes one fifteen through one twenty. It opens with Superman flying Lois home, and it is going to end with Lois admonishing Clark to stop being threatened by every mention of Superman. So, uh, you know, we didn't talk about this in the previous episode uh, in terms of these minutes where the, these seconds that that spill over from the end of the last show to this show. But I mean, the whole conversation between Clark and Lois, Superman and Lois. Is ADR. We never, because we just see yeah. just a little bit. So it's like this, God, so much of this movie was done in ADR. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just, uh, I mean, that's part of just being patched together from two different directors yeah. and from being shot over what a three year period or whatever it was. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's just, that, that's it literally, the ADR is literally the glue that holds yep. the movie together. Yeah. So, yeah. We then cut to uh, the balcony of Lois's. She still has her penthouse apartment, which is a very nice place. There's this moment where she's got her back turned to Superman, and then he, we see him from the back, and then he turns around and looks kind of upset. I feel like this is a scene, I feel like we're missing a scene here. I feel like there was yeah. more dialogue here between the two of them that he's responding to that they then removed because Superman's reaction just doesn't look, it just doesn't like match. I think what we're hearing from Lois at that moment, I don't know. Is that, do you get that read on it? Yeah, I do. And I mean, based on what we'll see, what we'll see in a few minutes, uh, the next scene that we get in this segment, I think that, I think that scene would have made more, I mean, it makes sense, but I think it would have played better if we had seen what happened here, because you do get the feeling that there was some kind of conversation because I mean, Lois has resigned herself to the fact that their relationship is over and uh, Superman is, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's without really being anything being said other than Lois said in the ADR last time that she never get to fly with him again. And Superman was correcting her like, Oh no, no, anytime, anywhere you want to go, you know? And, and, so yeah, there, there's at least a line or two I think that that had to be on the cutting room floor somewhere that were, you know, and this this looks like this was a a Donner uh, shot scene here on the roof, so uh, which makes sense that they would go ahead and shoot the scenes. They probably shot at the same around the same time they shot the uh, the, the the date yeah, mm-hmm. scenes, which this this of course mimics. I mean, even the yep. even the camera shot the reverse POV as Superman flies away is is pretty much the same as the date night, which, you know, brings their relationship full circle, which is, of course, a nice touch. Yeah, I like the shot of, uh, of as the camera pulls back on Lois standing there. I like how long they hold on it. It's a long bit. Like, they really don't just think, I like, it's they let it, 
they let it linger. Uh, I think mm-hmm. modern movies would probably not do this. They would cut away really quickly because, God forbid, the camera holds for more than four seconds, uh, lest someone get <laughs> bored. But I kind of like that, that they the camera pulls way, way, way out. And then you even see Lois walk back into her, her again, really swanky apartment. But it's a, it's a long scene, and I like that they let that moment breathe because it's a big deal because you have to believe that – you know, this is the end of their relationship. Although Superman is pretty clueless where he's like, oh, no, I'll fly you wherever you want. And you're like, you know, you know, you don't want to hang out with your ex. Like, right. that, is, that is not cool. That is not fun. I don't know. Very few people I know that can really pull that one off. So Superman, come on. That's that's not going to work. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, this I mean, we'll get into the, the you know, the relationship uh, uh, possibilities as, as we talk about this. But, yeah, I mean, I think Lois has, you know, accepted uh, she's not very she's very unhappy about it, but she's accepted where the relationship is. And, and Superman hasn't. He's you know, he's he's thinking we can just go back to the way it was before, you know, and it's it, no, you well, you, you actually will find out you can. But uh, you can't without some <laughs> some super intervention. We'll just yeah. put it that way. <laughs> so we come back to the uh, the Daily Planet and we see Clark show up and there's uh, Louine. They're looking very disappointed that Nan isn't running things at this point, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she's sad about how it all worked out. So, uh, And then he comes in, and we see there's some workmen that are putting repairing some damage, which I think is a nice touch. Like, I like mm-hmm. that you know, the Daily Planet isn't just magically all back together. Like, you actually say, I would kill to have one of those Daily Planet jumpsuits. Those are really cool. The white jumpsuit with, like, the red Daily Planet logo stenciled on the back. Like, I, I think that's, yeah. really, that's a sharp little, sharp little costume. Uh, Louis, yeah. Louis disappears, and then Clark uh, comes into Lois's office where she is obviously just tearful uh, because, uh, you know, she's, she's had a rough night, and he comes in. And he's, it's sort of funny the way Christopher Reeve is able to do this. He really, even when he's dressed as Clark Kent, he can carry himself in a way that suggests he is being Superman in this moment. And to me, he looks like Superman here. Even though he's got the paint, pasted down hair, the glasses, and the suit, to me, he's – I mean, obviously, he's play, he's being Superman to Lois, but he just carries himself differently, and that's something very subtle. And again, it's uh, all points, all uh, props to uh, Christopher Reeve. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's what I had in my notes too. He is he is Superman in these scenes. I mean, he's Clark when he's talking to Louine, which it almost sounds like he calls her a different name, like Maggie or something. At uh, I couldn't quite catch what he said, but it almost sounds like he says "Hi, Maggie" instead. But it, I'm sure it wasn't. But yeah, I couldn't quite uh, make it out either. Yeah, it's, it was kind of garbled, but uh, but yeah, he's Clark, uh, fake Clark in those moments. But as he walks in to her office, he's Superman, uh, and you know it, it's through this whole scene. And one thing I really like as they're talking is behind him is the the front of the paper with the article I spent the night with. Yes, Superman. yeah, I was going to mention uh, that. That's a great detail. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's like. Yes, she certainly did in more ways than one in this film, and here's the fallout, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, while the two of them are talking, I can't help but think that you see some other Daily Planet people in the background, and yeah. I, I have to think like if they're looking through the glass, you could just look at the the body language in these two, and it's like you're like, oh yeah, they totally boned those two. Like they just have that, <laughs> you know. It's like it, when coworkers get together the next morning, people are like, something's different between those two. Yeah, that that I think that's what's happened. Yeah, I think you're right, and it's and it, it's kind of surprising that we don't get any Perry or Jimmy in this no, scene. No, you know they're no they're nowhere to be seen. Of course, I'm sure Perry's pretty busy considering this. You know, there's a huge gaping hole in his uh, office. Uh, you know, a concussion so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably got a concussion. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't have a camera now. You know, so he's got to go get a new camera. So yeah, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's dealing with all these opinion pieces about whether Superman should have left the Phantom Zone villains to die. The Superman have the right to do that. You know, all that kind of stuff that they have in these papers. Uh, I love the Lois's line about, uh, do you know what it's like to hear the first bird of the morning when you've been up all night crying? Yeah, Lois, I have. But that's maybe subject for another episode or a different series of podcasts. But I, I have been there, Lois, so I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's asking Superman and he's got to like, you know, I love how he just says, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, just, I mean, it's very heartfelt, sincere, but I mean, he really doesn't, and he honestly says later, he doesn't know what to say, but he, I mean, he, he really is at a loss here to, to, and I mean, I think he's starting to come to the conclusion. Okay. Yeah. This isn't going to be as easy as I thought. Me walking in here as, as goofy Clark and, and keeping the act up with, with Lois knowing who I am and, yeah, it's it, although, although there's always been a part of me and maybe it's because, you know, we have seen in the comics and now in other media that Lois and Clark have managed to, you know, stay together. Her, she knows the secret. They get married. They're engaged, whatever. They have kids. They have a kid, you know. Uh, so, you know, it is kind of like, well, you know, part of me is like, well, why can't you guys just like why can't she start just dating Clark? You know, mm-hmm. I mean. It's it's like yeah I know the the House of L rules about you know, uh, you know it's like you know it's like not in this household you know you won't be dating a human or you know marrying a human or whatever it's like it's like well you know he broke the rules before he changed time he didn't listen to his dad he ba- rarely does so right. why right. listen to him now you know it's like why can't you know it's like why not get he just say hey you know to just start dating Clark and I'll like you know I'll tone down the goofy act and. Because you're the person I was really putting it on for. Because you know you're always trying to figure out who I was. So you know, so you know, it's just you know, kind of ease, ease, ease out of it, and and then so you won't have to be you know married to this dork. But you know, it's like I, I, there's part of me that's always like, well, why did they have to? Why, you know, why couldn't they stay together to a point? I mean, I know it, it back then, especially the comics always had to set the reset. Button. Yeah, you can't break it, the toys. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Nowadays, writers don't give two shits about breaking the toys. Yeah. I mean, it's like they they hire them. Oh, I'm going to come in and break your toys. Please, God, break our toys, Bendis. Please, you yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So it's totally different. But back then, they had to put everything back in the box the way they got it. So, Lois couldn't know who's that. Clark was Superman. Uh, they couldn't be a couple. Uh, they had to reset the status quo. But beyond, I mean, honestly, logically. Why couldn't they just stay together? I, I just, uh, you know, because we now know it works. And it mm-hmm. actually it actually is a nice change from, you know, we had, f- you know, 50 years of it the other way. Yeah. It's been refreshing to have it this way for the most part in almost every iteration of Superman for the past fifth, uh, past uh, almost 30 years at this point. so Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have to be complimentary against Man of Steel, which is, again, not a movie that I, I really like all that much, but I like that they dispense with all that. I like that, mm-hmm. you know, I love that. In fact, that line at the end where Lois says to Superman, welcome to the planet, and it's, you know, there's a double meaning to that, and I think that's yeah. great. I love that they, that they got rid of all that. They were like, we don't need to do this. And so, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense as to why he – can't be with her exactly but okay that's that's what we're going with and i never it, it for as many times as i've seen this movie i never i guess i never really thought about it but watching the scene over again for the show it does appear that he decides to to well mind wipe her uh in the moment like yeah i always yeah. for a long time i thought that he came in there with that idea that he was like okay i gotta set this right but he doesn't he really does go in 
thinking, oh, everything's going to be back to normal. And when he sees that Lois is such a mess, um, he just takes it upon himself. Again, another moment of super dickery. He decides I'm going to wipe out her memory with my super memory kiss, which, you know, for all the complaining we did about the finger lasers and the this and the that and the fortress, this one is the most egregious. I'm coming up with a new power because we need to get him out of this jam thing. I mean, what the hell is super memory deleting kiss? Well, I have to say, though, it is from the comics. It is? Uh, it is from the comics, yes. It's it's not maybe quite as defined, but and it's important if you look it up. Like, some things will say it's a super amnesia kiss, and some will say it's just a super kiss. But from what I could gather, I've not read this comic story, and if I have, I forgot. But in Action Comics number 306 from 1963, wow. there's a Daily Planet Christmas party, and apparently Lois has been on... To super the, the, to the fact that Clark is Superman again. She's gotten close to figuring it out again, and she goes to kiss Clark under the mistletoe, and she says, "I'm going to kiss you like I was kissing Superman." So Clark Whoa. decides say, "Well, I'll," and he actually says something like, "I'll show this minx." He actually calls her a minx in wow. his spot balloon, uh, and he gives her a Superman type kiss that makes her swoon, sweat. And forget the fact that she thought he was Superman. <laughs> wow. So, <Huh>. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember seeing somewhere that they said it was actually from the comics. So I, I Googled it last night and looked it up. And like, sure enough, it's now different articles I read vary on how much of it was an am, amnesia kiss versus she was just so flustered and just so, oh, my God, you know, oh, you know, that. That she just forgot. But either way, the effect was the same. So, yeah. So <laughs> Nice. I had no idea that this was ever a thing. All right. I mean, I'm sure they didn't know that. <laughs> I don't think the writer. I, I don't know. I mean, they might They did. They might have got notes from E. Nelson Bridwell or something. Well, that's true. E. Nelson Bridwell would have known, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have known. He would have, you know, because they did come to the D.C. offices and – and Mario Puzo did spend uh, what was it with Carrie Bates and Elias Elias yeah I can't say Elias Elias Elliot S. Magan I couldn't speak that uh, spit that out uh, he spent some time with both of them who were like the chief Superman writers at the time so hmm. uh, you know he they might have filled filled him in on it because you know uh, I don't know but yeah it, it ticks a lot of people off and it is kind of a cop out but it does have precedent in the comics just like you know some people have problems with super breath so i'm <laughs> all right okay you've sold me you've sold me on this i did i had no idea and i i you know i think i think i'm pretty well versed in superhero lore but obviously not that so okay fair enough uh, you know i mean again they, they got to get him out of that jam uh and then said that he you know clark or superman kisses lois it clearly she almost faints a little louine comes in to help her out and then we get to uh, Christopher Reeve back doing his Cary Grant stuff with the he hands her the water and he tells her to breathe and he's doing this hand gesture breathe yeah. breathe breathe and he's pulling and it's very silly and whatever and he's back to being kind of like schlumpy shouldered silly guy and uh, you know so everything he's we've uh, we've set the uh, we've set everything back to zero yeah there's there's some parts in here that I really that I really like I just want to call out that uh, like. When Christopher Reeve, like his his one, his hands are huge on Margot Kidder's face. I know he's got, he's got giant he, catcher's mitt hands. Yeah, he he does. He's got big, huge hands. And and when he after he kisses her, he kind of looks at her like to see if it's going to work. Like he's like really looking at her, like did that work? And then he he kind of sucks his lip in too, like hmm, like he like he really had to put some 
effort, kind of like the same thing he did with the super breath when he sucked back in after he <laughs> expelled the super breath. So just little things like that. And I always remember when he took his glasses off in that scene, my mom swooned every time, you know, <laughs> uh, that close up of his eyes when he did that. So, you know, so see, even without the super kiss, Christopher Reeve can make women swoon, you know, so. Uh, I love that but, image of Mama Franklin just like, oh, like fanning herself in the theater. Well, and stuff. She's yeah. like flatten the popcorn box to turn it into like a fan and stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much what it was. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I do love that. There's also this little nice bit of dialogue as they're rushing. Louie comes in and trying to get Lois to sit down, and she says, "This is what happens when I don't get my orange juice." Uh, which <laughs> that's a nice callback to uh, to all the orange juice thing. And and of course, speaking of callbacks, we we've, we've got to mention the fact that when he says, "I don't know what to say," before he kisses her, she says, "Just say that you love me," which is what he said to her. You know, after he gave up his powers for mm. her, so that's a, that's a nice that's a nice callback to that. You know, so and, and she said it in a way that you know I'm I'm using your own words here. You know, so she said it knowingly that he had said it. So this is actually a really it's a very well acted scene uh, between uh, Kidder and Reeve. And anybody that doesn't say these two, uh, anybody that says these two don't have chemistry, I, I mean, get your eyes checked or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they totally did. Totally. Yeah, I, I mean, I know they might have like picked on each other like a annoyed brother and sister offset, but on camera, they're you know they they've got it. I mean, it it, it certainly works, and and uh, it it's yeah, super kiss. You know, it, it, your mileage may vary what you think about that, but it is a very well acted scene, I think. Yeah, and then Clark goes back to saying, uh, "Oh, you know, him again." And Lois is where these five minutes ends where Lois says, oh, you have to stop being threatened every time the man named man's uh, name gets mentioned. And I again, it's it's I always feel like that's Clark is kind of like digging the digging the nail in a little bit, like going on and on, like complaining. It's like, you know what, man, just let it ride. Like, just leave the office like you. You got away with this. You gave her the super memory kiss and nobody noticed and you got away with it. Just leave. Don't don't keep dragging. But I mean, again, we have to go back to kind of revert to the mean where this is their dynamic where super Clark is through. Clark wants to win Lois over, you know, on his own. Of course, if, I guess at this point he's going to stop doing that. Right. I mean, we yeah. never he there's no point in romancing her because he knows what will happen if he does. So, I mean, they didn't know when they made this movie what would happen with Superman three. They didn't know that they wouldn't get Margot Kidder back for Superman three other than a, just a cameo role. But right. it, it, I wondered if they were setting the stage to – I mean it's like we, they can't go back to the whole thing because you don't want to see Clark romancing Lois again because we know that it can't, it can't end. So they, they really have nowhere else to go in, in that regard. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, and, it, and I don't know, you know, how much, you know, what, what was going to, you know, <laughs> the way they shot this because these are all – these scenes are all shot by Lester, you can tell. So I, I didn't, I don't know if, you know, uh, Lois is, uh, I mean, Lois, not Lois, Margot Kidder's relationship with the Salkinds and, and to a lesser extent, Lester uh, was maybe uh, kind of, you know, <laughs> maybe there was in the back of their minds some way of, this was kind of subtly possibly writing Lois out of the, mm. <laughs> out of the films as they move forward. Maybe not, I don't know. But like you said, it, she, she, you know, she barely is in. She's barely in Superman three, and uh, and obviously her her ro- the role of romantic lead is is taken by Lana as played by Annette O'Toole. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. I, I I can't do the tiger growl. That's going to be the closest. One <laughs> 
yeah. And I mean, then we get a, a totally different um, take on Clark uh, relationship uh, wise, and it's uh, it's a, actually a pretty refreshing refreshing change in that movie. Uh, one of the better aspects of, of that film, I think. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a, some good points there. It's, yeah, it's, they, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner a little bit here because it's yeah. like, well now, well, now what? I mean, we can't keep having romancing because what's he going to do? Keep romancing her and then give her another memory kiss? I mean, it's like it's going to be like Will Smith with the Men in Black thing. Like, hey man, you're going to stop stop screwing with her brain like that. You're going to you know you're going to you're messing her up. You keep doing that. You know, never since like, you can only do that so many times. So yeah, this this is this is it. And and, and that's uh, that's the end of the five minutes where we're setting the stage for just the last couple of minutes of the movie but uh everything's back to normal yep we've reset the board it's all back to normal you know so oh i won't i won't steal a moment from the next one but lois well honestly lois doesn't even remember what the crap went on in this movie at this point you know that that will be a discussion for the next episode but i do wonder just how much how much of the past did superman delete with that kiss i don't know man and then if you go (laughs) if you don't follow the, the the strict continuity of the these four these four films and you jump forward into Superman returns. Then you got some serious questions oh, about Lord. him robbing her of her memory. Oh boy. Uh, Super gaslighting. That is a, a thorny, thorny issue. We're going to have to get into it when we do Superman returns minute, but that's a, that's, that's right. many years away at this point. So uh, right. well, I think that is going to do it for this episode of Superman Two movie minute. Chris, is there anything else we want to talk about before we sign off? I think we covered it pretty well myself. All right. Very cool. So everybody, thanks so much for listening. Of course, if you want to support, this show or any other shows on the Fire and Water Podcast Network, you can go to patreon.com slash fwpodcast, and there you can sign up to uh, have an uh, ongoing monthly pledge or a one-time pledge for the Fire and Water Podcast Network. And one of the rewards you can unlock is to be uh, name-checked on a show of your choice. So we have to give special thanks to David Gallagher and Henry Bernstein for their support of Superman 2 Movie Minute. Uh, back episodes of the show can be found on fireandwaterpodcast.com and on I, uh, Apple Podcasts, not iTunes anymore, and uh, Stitcher. And, of course, we're always talking Twitter over uh, – we're always talking Superman movies over on Twitter at Superman Move Men. So, again, thanks, everybody, for listening. Come back next week as the adventure continues with Superman 2 Movie Minute. Bye. Bye. Good afternoon, Mr. President. Sorry I've been away so long. I won't let you down again.